Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to 3Ds and Star Wars Podcast. This is your host, Nathan, and we're going to be talking about episode 24, Star Wars The Skywalker Saga Lego game. Let's go! I'm here with you, live... Landon hates it when I live say live. from New York, it's Saturday night. It's good. It actually is Saturday night when we are recording this. It is true. We're all together and we just played some Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. And I'm just going to put it out there. I had a very fun time playing I'd game. have to say it was a video game that I've played. Congratulations. Finally, you got around to it. Yep. Shut up. I'm so glad. Shut up. I literally delayed the, the upload of the podcast so I could play it, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> hmm. yeah. Alex has made it through to episode five. You're starting episode five now? Yeah, I was working on the first mission yesterday, but there was a puzzle and I was drunk, so I got stuck. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I guess in hindsight, I could have looked it up, but I didn't think of that when I was plastered. So. <laughs> I'll probably play it again tomorrow. And drunk I'll Twitch streams, look them up. Mr. Scissors, one, two, three. Mr. Scissors, Mr. one, Scissors. two, three. Look them up on Twitch for some more drunk gameplay. Also, like it'll be linked in the... Ch- description it will be yep thanks for the shout out anytime he also makes our beats so yep no big deal go blow up a multi-talented blow up his twitch chat and say give me a beat give me a beat give me a beat he'll do it he'll do anything for likes i'll do anything for money i'll do anything for money (laughs) but yeah so landon has made it through the first episode uh, and I have not played the game at all. The only mission I have played. Well, through, you just played it with us. Well, you, you no, played through I, two I haven't missions. gotten through like anything. I played. Yeah. I played one mission. I played the pod race mission, which was super fun. Um, it's very different from the complete saga one, but yeah, that's in a good way. I, I like the first person. I like the speed of it. It's it's a fun mission. I beat Saboba my first try, and I was like, well, that is true. Well, that's kind of a big deal. I didn't think it was going to happen. No, 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 no! You lost the first time. Did Wait, I? no, you did. Well, technically, first time you completed it because the controller had the issue or whatever. Yeah, no, you're right. The first time... So it was basically his first time. I was thinking about what I played it the first time because I failed it the first time because I was just trying to go for all the mini kits and stuff. Oh, speaking of, I got the last mini kit for you. You're welcome. (laughs) But yeah, um, we also played the first two missions of the force awakens yes much better than the force awakens solo lego game yeah that game's ass that was pretty bad (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so it was super fun then alex and i went to coruscant when we were supposed to meet up with the resistance on dakar and we uh Shot up the giant temple of stormtroopers, and I oh God, I have not had so much fun. Yeah, I was a game. death trooper, and you were—I don't even know. <laughs> I was what like you were. a m- mimbar trooper. Or yeah, something. I don't know. We were just throwing detonators at the young ones. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Shoot them a couple times. You throw a detonator, it sticks right on their forehead, and then the Lego blow up. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah, heads were flying. We yeah. were having a good, good, good time. There's gonna be something wrong with me because I had a lot of fun. But yeah, so. I can't wait to get that game. over. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah. So we thought we would just get together and talk some more about the game now that we've all played it at least a little bit. Um, yeah, give it sort of a first week review. Definitely, yeah. So Landon, what have, what have you thought? Uh, so far, I think the aiming with the blasters can be a little clunky at some time. I agree with that. Yeah. Actually, something I will say about that, I will say it was very clunky on the Switch. That's what we were playing on today. It has been super smooth on PS5. Okay. That okay. has not been an issue on That's PS5. what I was thinking it might be. Yeah. So it could be a controller difference. Yeah. So, uh, same I, I with that's something. flying for me. It felt 
weird on the Switch. The flying felt a little bit maybe clunkier than PS5, but that part was a little similar. I yeah. agree. The flying is... I don't know. I'm, I'm not down. a huge fan He's of the clunky. flying. Um, Overall, I still enjoy it. Yeah. I, I, I definitely understand that critique of it. Um, but, like, lightsaber combat is... It's all right. I don't. I don't hate the lightsaber combat at all. Um, I had the Darth Maul fight, um, and it takes a little bit of getting used to, because you kind of just get dropped into this Darth Maul fight, mm-hmm. and uh, the the only enemies up until that point are just a bunch of battle droids where you can just mindlessly kill and not worry about doing anything. True. And then when you actually have to put any thought into a, a boss fight. It kind of comes out of nowhere. I mean, I'm not saying it was challenging or anything, because, like, you know, you get unlimited respawns, so it doesn't even matter. But, like, um, the lightsaber combat, it gets, um, you know, it's kind of a, a jump. It's a steep jump, you know. From... Yeah, it's a lot different than what it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a good thing, though, overall, right? Oh, yeah. Um, being on to episode five, let's see, I think I had... Lightsaber fights with ooh, uh, Darth Maul, Dooku twice, mm-hmm. Grievous, Anakin, and Palpatine. So I've gotten through quite a few of them. And, I mean, I, I think I've enjoyed them for the most part. Some are definitely better than others. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, the Grievous one was really crazy. That one was super fun. Um, the first Dooku one was really fun just because of the setting and how you sort of get to switch between, like, Obi-Wan and then, like, Toyota and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the other ones are still good, too, but I think those were my two favorites. Um, but, yeah, overall, it, it's a lot different, but I like a lot of the animations for it. I think a lot of it's really smooth. I like the idea of, like, combo moves, and it's not like in the old games where you just double jump and, like, ground slam over and over again in <laughs> yeah, order to, like, I... beat the opponent. Because, like, that's what everyone had to do back then, because... A lot of the time in the original game, they would just block everything. Yeah. Where, like, they still do block stuff, but that's why you, like, you switch up your combo moves and then they don't block it anymore. Yeah. Like, if you're pressing square over and over and over again, they will block it. Yeah. But um, you can sort of switch it up, and I think that's a really great feature, honestly. But yeah, I have really, really enjoyed the combat. I think that's probably my favorite thing so far. Mm-hmm. One thing I... Uh, this is kind of on a, on a different note. One thing that... I feel a little overwhelmed sometimes when I'm in the um, when I'm in the open world part of it because some when when you have to go from mission to mission and there's like a million different people yeah. asking them to like talk to you yeah like for the then, side quests and stuff yeah and then like uh, it feels like I have to if I want to do the story missions I have to like memorize all of these people all the time and I have to come back to them. Which is, you know, sometimes overwhelming, um, but it's it's not bad. I the menus too, I think, are a little. They kind of just jump out at yeah, you. Yeah, the menus know? are a little. I would say jumbled, even like they're a little unorganized. Like I guess they're organized, but there's so much stuff in them. Yeah, that, like, yeah. I can definitely. There's be like overwhelming. 15 different menus and like a bunch of different upgrades. You know, you can buy. You can use your. Yeah, and your, there's upgrades for all like eight classes or whatever yeah. and then there's like eight classes of characters mm-hmm. and then all the ships and then there's like, like yeah. trying to find your characters that you've unlocked too yeah if like you know they're not on the top you have to scroll through like a hundred characters yeah and if you don't know what class they're exactly in. yeah yeah from my minimal like play time when i clicked into the menus for the first time it, it is 
like you said, quite overwhelming because you just get like this screen that comes at you. And you've got a bunch of tabs on the top, and there's a bunch of like sub tabs, if you will, in each like page. Like changing your character was kind of weird because I'm I don't know. Uh, I'm just used to having in the hubs like a bunch of different characters like just wandering around and you can just run up to them and switch to be them but it seems like you can't do that now because they just have a bunch of NPC characters running yeah. around that you can't play as and you well I guess that's what NPC stands for but <laughs> you like you have to like go into the menu and like you swap like a, out which group yeah. of characters you're playing you have one like, of your characters for the character you want yeah you have like a roster of five players in pre-play which is kind of interesting but I'm sure it's something that is kind of nice because you, you technically can play as whoever you want at any time unless you're in a story mode yeah. so I don't know how free play works but yeah yeah I haven't done any like free play missions yet but I've gone through just like worlds and stuff mm -hmm. something I will say like it's very handy if you are in between, or like going back in free play and just sort of walking around trying to find collect collectibles. But the collectibles are super distracting, like in between levels, which is sort of what you talked about about it, like being overwhelming with all the characters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but but I mean, with the ability to switch in between characters whenever, that's helpful when you're like, you know, in the original Lego Star Wars game, if you excuse me, bless you. Uh, no, oh, it didn't work. Well, I mean, preemptive bless you, so... Yeah. It's okay, I'll cut that out anyways. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. Crackers. Uh, but anyways, I think... Um, <laughs> no, you have to. No, you have to. In, in the complete suck. <laughs> Sorry. All right. <laughs> in the complete saga, uh, you know, you have to, like, choose... You know, if, if there's a... You need a protocol droid... Uh, but you also need a bounty hunter, and you also need like an R two unit or something like that. You know, you can't you can't bring all of those in. You can so choose IG eighty eight. You could do all. That's of those. true. But like, uh, there's workarounds. But like, yeah. you know, there's if you don't have that certain character, you know, you can't. Um, you you then are unable to. Uh, you have to replay the mission again if, yeah. to unlock something. In in this, it's like okay. If I need to be Boba Fett for this part, I'll just switch to Boba Fett. Oh, and now I need R2 for this. I'll switch to R2. Uh, there's not like a limited amount of character slots, you know, except yeah. when you're playing a story mission, I think. Well, like the, the first time through. Yeah. In yeah. the complete saga, though, they the roster, like the automated roster thing, did a pretty good job. It would usually give you like a bounty hunter. Oh, that's yeah, right. it would actually, master. yeah, because no, based on like right. whatever mission you were doing, it would give you everyone that you technically need. Yeah. Where I think this is a little more challenging, also because the swap isn't super intuitive, because you have to like literally click on the character you want to swap, go through that massive menu, find the person, like press swap again and confirm it, and then it finally switches. Like, it's not a great system for swapping out. Also, I, I haven't dived very deep into it, but, like, you have to do certain missions to unlock characters, is that right? Uh, sort of. It depends, I guess. Uh, after you finish a mission, and it shows, like, the characters, uh, the highlighted ones are the ones that are auto-unlocked, and then the unhighlighted ones are the ones that are buyable now. Okay. So that's okay. sort of... Like, when it shows that, it doesn't mean that they're in the level and you didn't unlock them. It just means they're there and available to buy now because you completed that level. And then, how do you buy those characters? Like, do you you have to go into that menu. Um, like oh, you go the into the character menu? Yeah, like how I mentioned to you earlier how I bought Django Fett 
and that was like my first big purchase yeah. and I had to like go into the bounty hunters menu because I wanted a bounty hunter and I like click on him and buy him that's another thing I will say is a little confusing because some of these characters have more than one skin where Django Fett has like just a regular clothes skin and then the other one is in his suit and I wanted the suit one so I bought that but then when I was trying to go back in to equip him it was showing the one in like his regular clothes and I couldn't figure out like how to swap the skins because they're both under like the same bubble so I mean was, that's that's a, a problem. That's a problem with like a, a game that has so you know characters. trying to have a million characters. Yeah, and like, like while keeping super basic controls yeah, like yeah. that are easy for kids, where there's going to be inconveniences like that. Where yeah. yeah, it's like it's still intuitive, but it's the issue that it's not as smooth as it could be. It's complex, but yeah, I mean. I guess it's kind of a nice thing, though, that you have, like, that whole, like, mega roster, if you will. So, yeah, I'm sure, like... I mean, it's still more convenient than just being in the cantina and needing to talk to the bartender to swap your character. Yeah, and go through and just spam all the characters. Yeah, and I think, like, um, in the Clone Wars one, I'm pretty sure, didn't you have to go to, like, certain consoles to, like, change it out? Yeah. Yeah. And there were, like, multiple consoles on each ship. But again, that wasn't super convenient because you had to find those. Yeah, so it's kind of a nice... I will say, yeah, for convenience sake, it's nice that you can just sort of do it as you please. Yeah, so, no, yeah. I completely agree. So. Yeah, I don't know. Landon, do you have anything other, like, sort of critiques that you have about the game? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, uh, I still have a lot to play. Um, I, right now, have beat episode one, and then... Episode seven, we beat the first couple of missions. Yeah, probably so about like, halfway through. We haven't, I haven't gotten a ton of play time, um, and I'm sure a lot of the stuff that I mentioned will get easier the more you play and the more you understand yeah, the system. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, but like, I don't know. I think sometimes I wish there was a canteen and a cantina instead of, you know, running around in this these giant you know open worlds yeah uh i think the open world gimmick in games has kind of like been explored about as as far as you can yeah where it's almost even like oversaturated yeah at this point. it feels like, like every it's like even game, lego's open world <laughs> every yeah. game has to be open world you yeah know? i get that and you know, it's it's hard to find a game that's not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's that's more of a, a critique on gaming as a whole versus you know Lego Star Wars. But yeah, I guess with that whole open world concept, I mean, you guys have had more playtime, obviously. But um, when you're doing those little side missions, is it like in like Assassin's Creed when you go to like your quest menu and it comes up, it like highlights a sub quest? Then when you talk to that character, or do you, does I actually it, don't know? Does it force you to remember? You guys don't know. I, I'm not really I sure. Like a lot of it, like, you don't even have to talk to them. It's mostly they give you a hint on how to get a kyber crystal that's near you. Okay. That's sort of what I found out. Yeah. Um, because I did that once and then just moved forward. I was like, oh, I don't want to do this right now. And then there was another time where I found it and then not knowing, I just talked to that person afterwards and they're like, oh, like, thank you for doing this or whatever, even though I hadn't talked to them yet. Mm-hmm. So I think they're basically there for hints and just telling you like where to start i think there are some side missions you can do like i had a side mission where i did deliver something for a r2 unit to some random person 
and it highlighted a bunch of people around the map I had to talk to so they could point out where this guy was. Mm-hmm. And it asked me if I wanted to do this, have this mission override the... Oh, yeah, I mission. forgot. There were... I, I had an instance like that, too, where you have to, like, actually click yes to accept mission. Yeah. So that's, like, separate from some of the other people you can talk to, though. Okay, so then when you start that, you have to complete But I think that's for unlocking characters, not for unlocking the... Yeah, the okay. yeah I, I agree. I think that is what that's for. Or maybe even ships or something. Because I know there's a ship indicator and, like, a character indicator. Like, if you buy, like, the detector thing... And I think that's one of the things is it shows you where the missions are to like unlock certain people. Cool. So yeah. I think I just have to put this out there, but I really do enjoy the game just because I guess from playing the complete saga where you go from if you were a stormtrooper and all you all you can do is shoot and open imperial doors, you know? Like that's all you can do. And now if you play as a stormtrooper you can like aim in, you can you can grapple, you can throw grenades. It's, like, it, it's just so much more intricate than the complete saga and like lightsaber things. Like you can still do backflips and cool like attacks. And it's like, I don't know, it just feels so much more, it feels like the complete saga on steroids, which is great. I, just, I don't know, I just had to put that out there. Like it just seems, it's just a lot better than what I guess I was expecting. I don't know. Like, One thing I, I'm not looking forward to is Every single time I talk to Nathan, him complaining about not having the game. I don't have the game. It really sucks. God, I wish I had that game. Man. You know else? I need a PS5. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you could look into uh, getting... Because like I said, I think it does like the auto-upgrade. I Look into that because you could get the game now on PS4 and then play through it or whatever. And then when you do get the PS5... I agree with that, yeah. but I just hey, want to if, complain because Landon's in If, a, if any That's listeners really know about that, you can DM us on Twitter. It's yes. Send, send us a PS5 out of the kind of Yeah, thing. send us a PS5. If you send us a PS5, uh, you know, you'll be our new favorite listener. Yep, you'll be our featured listener of the week. Yeah, feature. <laughs> Shout out to your name here for sending us a PS5. <laughs> You'll get a very nice thank you. Listener Maybe even week. a thank you letter in the mail signed by yes, all Yes, I like this idea. You are beautiful. That is about the extent of what you get, and a hand-drawn letter with a... Maybe a picture of a couple of our dogs. Why not? Yes, like I said, autographed by all three idiots as well. That, that's the yeah. big draw right there. <laughs> it's like an that's, NFT. That's going to be worth a lot of money down the line. Let me tell you. I swear. It's a good investment to spend $500 on a PS5 for Nathan. Well, then, yeah. technically five sixty because you got to get the game too. Thank you very much. Oh, plus tax, so let's go up to like 600 Yeah. Oh, Prepare plus a second controller. Might as well get a bundle, so maybe 700 750 Honestly, <laughs> he needs a new TV as well. We should probably round that up to like 1500 Prepare a grand at least. Yeah, uh, I think that seems like a reasonable trade-off, though. Anyways, back on topic. Uh, yeah. You had prepared a couple questions. Yeah, because I wanted to know, and maybe some of our listeners haven't played the game yet. Um, so I was just wondering, and we got a couple questions. So the cutscenes between the like the episodes and when you can play, how are those? Are those like as fun? Do they make you laugh as much as like the, the ones in the Complete Saga did when they just mumble and everything? Do you, are you enjoying them? Do you have any... Favorite ones that you'd like to... I was... Uh, I thought that I was going to go into the game wanting the mumble mode, mm-hmm. but the mumble mode is kind of bad. Like, so basically, it just turns off the voice and they just talk like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> like they used to. But, like, they still have subtitles. 
So oh, you're amazing. still like following the dialogue, but they're just not speaking the dialogue. Hmm. So it's like there's not really a point in having mumble. Like yeah. in, in the complete saga, you could infer, you know, what yeah. they were talking about by like the tone of their mumbles or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> or like you know the certain scenario in which they, you know, yeah. their actions dictated that a lot. Yeah, and and to a certain degree, they do that in these games. But only to like a, a certain point because like the cutscene doesn't change because you have mumble mode on, it just changes the voice. So yeah, that's fair. So yeah. like you're almost, it feels like you almost uh, to get like an actual experience of what's happening. And and granted, you know, I probably don't need words to tell me exactly what's going on because you know, I have a podcast about star wars with two of my friends so like yeah well, you have seen the movies i know at least once on. but yeah um i know what as going for on. me i touched a little bit on it i think last podcast uh at the beginning mm-hmm. i said i do like the voice acting i think it's a good feature i haven't tried the mumble mode i thought i would want it i'm sort of same boat as landon thought i would want it didn't even bother trying it though because i liked the voice acting right away yeah um but yeah as for the cutscenes, i would almost say they're more enjoyable than the old ones. Maybe I don't have a full great memory of the old ones just because it's been a, quite a while since mm-hmm. I really played it. But like for these ones, I've really enjoyed them. A lot of them are super, super funny. Um, the prequel ones especially were really good. And like I said, the voice acting was good. So that sort of just helps the cutscenes and it helps them sort of move along. And like it can cover pretty big scenes of the movies then, um, like with these cutscenes by having dialogue. So overall, I've really liked it. I think. It's a good feature. I think they're good cutscenes. Great, yeah. Because I, I mean, I was I was laughing when I was watching Alex in your Twitch stream. I was laughing yeah. at some of the cutscenes just because, I mean, they're always funny. It's Lego. They just it's like takes a serious like boss fight and they make Count Dooku go and take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's yeah. just it's just funny. Like <laughs> yeah, he was like taking a shower when yeah. they got there and. Yeah. 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 So he like had to close the door and then you had to like try to get through the door. Yeah, like, you know, it's just fun. Is as painful as it is for me to admit, you know, Jar Jar got a couple laughs out of me. It's a Lego game. Yeah, in yeah this exactly. Game. I think it's guaranteed. He's, he's definitely guy. more funny in this game than he is in the movie. The Lego writers are pretty comical, so well, credit all, yeah. to them. You know, I think my favorite part is when he fell out of the uh, the place where they're watching the pod race and then gets hit by three of the pods and then like dies that was my favorite part. i'm sure you were happy when he died but like he gets his tongue stuck in a door and then it like gets whipped back at him which is a joke that happened in episode one yeah i think when he was like, like, trying like, to grab a frog or and i hated that well because i think qui-gon caught his tongue yeah. oh yeah but like in this, it was kind of like, oh, they got slapped with the <laughs> idiot. <laughs> you simple-minded boy. <laughs> I'm a buffoon. Simple-minded fool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I think the jokes hit. I think they're funny. Yeah, there's uh, a lot I of like funny stuff for scenes. sure. Sweet. Um, I guess what was your your guys's like first thought as you first booted up the game, like when you see like the title screen, where you're like, oh yeah. Here we go. Yeah, I, I've shared this opinion with you, so yeah, you know my it. answer. I, I love just, it. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. Tell it's us bad. why. Please um, tell us Is it because Ray was centered? Yeah. <laughs> why is Ray centered? She's not even the most powerful Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. But yeah, I, I like the quote. I think the setup of all the characters is great. I it's love fun. the music. I even like 
Yeah, I, I like. Actually, I already said that. I like the quote. I double like the quote. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, I like when you scan through all the characters in the beginning because for those of you who don't know, the the title screen opens up and it pans out from Ray, and then you just see a whole cast of like important characters. Yeah, all like yeah. the main characters in the entire from song. The and it's movies, it's yeah. fun to like go and look through and see if any of them are have have funny quirks you know yeah because like, they're all moving around too and there's like a tie fighter in the background yeah and around. like han like yeah, for one example han and chewie are like you know goofing around or whatever and then like jar jar has turned the wrong way <laughs> the entire time yeah and then he notices like 10 seconds ago <laughs> he's like oh wait that's another laugh out of landon from jar jar yeah. god I jar jar's getting song, bonus man. points here you got Kylo. Is Jar Jar my new favorite character? Oh my gosh. New clickbait title? <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the Kylo one too, because he's just like, you can't get his lightsaber to work the whole time, and he like turns it off and like looks down the barrel. And he's like, <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> That's great. Speaking wow. of all the characters on the title screen, do you guys have a favorite character that you've played as so far? I. Uh... As I mentioned, I bought Django Fett. I do really, really like Django Fett. I always have. Yeah. But then I also like him in this game because his blasters are really OP. Nice. And, uh, like, they added the gold function back from, like, Star Wars Lego 3, The Clone Wars. Mm. So, like, you need a rapid-fire sort of blaster to break gold items. And they made Django Fett's blasters fast enough to break gold items, which I think is fun. Plus, he has a jetpack, so... Can't really go wrong with fast blasters in a jetpack. So, when you... Another question I have. When you fly... Is it like the you just go like one level up technically and you just I like think, hover or can you fly like high up low? No, you. I don't think you can do like that. I think it's higher than like one level up though. Okay. okay. From what I remember, I've used from him. I only used him for a little bit too, yeah, trying to get have, some collectibles. But okay, I have one character. I'm excited. Well, two characters. One is the two-headed guy that my dad hates. Yeah, I guess the pod race announcer. You gotta, you gotta record when you play a free play mission, and that's your character with your dad. I want to see that. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to do that next. Uh, I, I keep mentioning how I have to buy a capture card, but I'll probably buy one this weekend or the end of this weekend. Yeah. Um, and then Bosk, man, you know, as as our our listeners would know, Bosk is a important character to this, to the lore of this. Uh, this podcast, this podcast, so... The lore of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we'll have our own page on Wikipedia about the lore behind our podcast. Three and, and Star Wars Yeah, and how we all tie into the universe. Because, I mean, <laughs> Bosk can come at one point, you know? He can come anytime he wants. He can come with me, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move on from this. Nathan, do you have more questions prepared? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, here's for one of, one of our friends. Uh, one of our friends is notorious for not understanding flight mechanics in Star Wars games. So I know we kind of we kind of touched on it, but the flight mechanics of the game, so they're just... They're all over... So the pod race one, I guess on the Switch, when I was playing, it was kind of clunky because like, I, would, I would turn left and then it would like delay... Um, is that kind of consistent throughout all flying? Because I never got to really... Fl I didn't fly any ships. So. Uh, I, I was flying on the I don't know. I, I didn't really have a problem with the pod racing. Maybe I'm just like, you know, Used adapted to, to the Switch controls. But okay. um, sometimes it's a little hard to, to turn. But once you get used to it, I don't... I Depends don't really on the have ship, a problem. Too. Yeah. Like the bigger ships definitely don't turn as well, which 
Makes sense. Um, when I was doing the Anakin mission with the N- Naboob Starfighter, um, I don't know. I, I felt like I I couldn't get a handle on the flight controls for some reason. Like I I tried that was a little them, tough I, just because it was sort of a tight space. Surprisingly, yeah. Like you'd think, oh, you're in space, like it shouldn't be that hard to fly around. But a lot of that mission is sort of within the ring of like that separatist oh. control center. And, like, a lot of that's kind of tight, honestly, especially with fighters shooting at you. Do you try spinning? That's a good trick. Shut up. <laughs> God, I try to be clever, you know? <laughs> um, but, I mean, uh, so I'd have to say, one thing, looking back on some of the older Star Wars games, specifically Battlefront series, um, that game sucks, you know, because the flight mechanics oh. are just so bad. Which Battlefront so, 2 are we talking about? Ba- Battlefront 1, the yeah. original from... From, like, uh, 2002? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad game because the flight mechanics suck. Yeah, are you talking about, like, trying to fly those gunships? Yeah, yeah, the, the are, gunships on Geonosis. Those are borderline impossible yeah. to fly. Genuinely horrible. Like, I don't know how anyone over the age of four can fly, you know? For anyone not listen, not aware, we are being sarcastic. Um, and making fun of one of our friends who did not understand how to fly a gunship on Geonosis, and it was really hard to watch. He kept rotating the ship instead of moving forward, and it was it was tough. It's really not that hard. Like I was like, yeah. I was literally eight when I played those games, yeah. and I figured out how to fly them. It's not that hard. It was really, really. Also, that reminds me. Glory to God, there was no gunship mission in no. episode two of this game, <laughs> where you have to drag the bombs into like. In through those laser beams yeah. that blow it up every time. Like, God, I lost all my progress. Yeah, as soon as I didn't have to do that, I was like, oh, thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I, thank God. That was arguably the worst mission in that entire uh, complete saga original game. So, yeah. Wow. I was so glad. Speaking of on missions, actually, um, were there any um, missions from the complete saga that you wish were in the game? Because I know they kind of took a step away from the police. So they didn't just completely copy them. There's there's one mission in particular. It's on Geonosis when you're flying a gunship. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> I actually do have one. Uh, the I would basically say the negotiations mission, the very first one. They skip that one? No, they don't skip it, but it's significantly shorter. And I, I don't know. They sort of combine it with like the Naboo one like in like the... Not jungle, the like marshy area. Oh, so they sort of combine that, and so it ends up being two super short halves. And I don't know. I always really, really liked the original like negotiations mission. Oh yeah, where that was one of my favorite missions of the old game. So I was sort of disappointed that it was cut short. Um, like it's still a fun mission nonetheless, but it's so much easier and shorter than like the original one, which is sort of disappointing to me. Yeah. So of what I've played so far, I would probably say that. Okay, I'm kind of amazed that. They because they left in the Tantive Four mission on for a new hope. Yeah, that one's fun. I will say that. Yeah. Oh, another one that just reminded me. Start of episode three. So, oh. Battle over Coruscant. Yeah. They took it out. Yeah. They just uh, do a cutscene. Yeah, I was streaming it and had Nathan watching me, and yeah. we were so excited, and we were like, "Oh, let's go! We're about to do like Wait, the battle you guys, over." You're not kidding. I am not kidding. No, no cat. I'm yeah. returning it right now. It's kind of yeah. sad. Uh, we, we discussed in a previous episode that all three of us absolutely adore the Battle Over Coruscant mission in the original yeah. game. Super and man, I was disappointed. Um, anything that I've mentioned about the... the Retracted. Yeah, anything good I've mentioned about LEGO Star Wars is now retracted. That game's garbage. 
If you think about buying it at all, don't. It's trash. They focus on the sequels too much. It's disgusting. <laughs> Ray is in the main screen so bad. The I'm... fact that I have to see Rose, Tico, and Finn hugging on the title screen is completely unnecessary. Rose, Tico is such a bad character. Actually, I think they have Poe and Finn hugging they on do. the title yeah. scene. Sus. No, I saw a meme about it how because they have Yoda behind them and he looks down at them like disapprovingly. <laughs> oh gosh. Wait, does that mean Yoda confirmed homophobic? Honestly, maybe. Possible. That green bastard. Yeah. I should have known. That thick green bastard. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of fun stuff on Twitter about the game, I'm sure. Well... Uh, Alex, I know you since you're to. since you're farther in the game than I am, would you recommend people buying it? I know. Oh yeah, of course. If you one are a Star Wars fan in general, like it's regardless of Lego or not, it's a very good Star Wars game. Yeah. Like it covers every movie. There's never been a Star Wars game like that. Yeah. So like that's one thing, and then also even like being a Lego fan, if you like Lego games, again, it's a no-brainer. It's a great Lego game. And then on top of that, if you played the old Star Wars Lego game, you like it, you want nostalgia, you want a fun game, you want a game that's sort of relaxing and you can hop in and out as you want, perfect game for that. Yeah, you can turn your brain off for this game. Yeah, there's no skills needed. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can listen to music, you could watch something in the background, you can just talk with friends. Like, it's also just relaxing. If you do want to hear all the dialogue and the music, like, just sit there and play it. Like, it's it's fun. You could listen to all, now, 24 episodes of Three Idiots in a Star Wars podcast while you're playing. There you go. That's show. a great God, thing that, that's, yeah, that, what a great way to spend what a your great time idea. playing the game. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> I guess, adding on to that, but for people buying, do you, when you finish the game and they release DLC of, like, The Mandalorian, maybe Clone I'm Wars. I'm very much hoping they do that. Are you going, you plan on buying them? If they do do that, yes, 100%. I... <sighs> I think if they want to extend the lifespan of this game and not have people forget about it in a year, I think they could do sort of long-term DLC plans. I can't imagine like I can't imagine them actually doing anything outside of like the character bundles that they drop. I still think they could do sort of like a movie-sized thing if they wanted to include Clone Wars, Bad Batch, Rogue One, maybe Solo. Yeah, um, and they could slowly add even like Boba Fett. Did I say Mando? Because that also, like... Yeah. It'd be kind of neat, maybe, like... I know games don't do this, but if they just kind of... Well, GTA Five kind of does this, where it just keeps clinging to life by adding updates, like, once Yeah, and adding year. free stuff, yeah. Yeah, so maybe they... As, like, more Star Wars media comes out, they just kind of keep releasing new things to the game. Maybe. I don't know how that would work. I don't know the logistics of it, but that'd be kind of neat to extend the life of a game. I mean, it also helps that GTA Five has been released on like a hundred different consoles. Yeah, yeah that's well. true. But well, yeah, a way they could do this though too is sort of bundle some of like these movies or shows together. Like, say they bundle Clone Wars, Bad Batch, and Rebels or something all together. Yeah. And to like I said, like five mission movie formats, yeah. and sell it for like fifteen bucks, and then say they bundle. Uh, I don't know, like Mando, Boba Fett. They could and, do yeah. I'm just, I'm saying, if they, uh, if they drop any rebels, I'm, I'm maining Zeb. He's gonna be my main character. <laughs> Reasonable. <laughs> All right, Dave. Did you want to plug the podcast? Tell people where to find us. Oh yeah, the podcast is Three Idiots in a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> you may be listening but, to it right now. <laughs> you, if you're hearing this, you're listening to it. Great job, you found it. We love you. Uh, no, but what Twitter. he meant was the Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. 
Yeah, if you want to DM us on Twitter and get to know us more or anything, just tell us how you're liking thoughts on the Star Wars game, what you're thinking right now, the Lego game. Just, well, that was that was horrible. Let us know how you're how you're liking the Lego Star Wars yeah, how's game. How's it feel, idiot? <laughs> DM us at three idiot Star Wars. Oh three is the number three at. Three idiots, Star Wars. We'd love to hear from uh, you guys. If, if you want to see Alex stream the game, I'll link his Twitch again. I don't stream that often, but Mysticism. if I do, it would probably be like a Friday or Saturday so, night. So you're going to have to turn on those notifications. Yep, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> hit the bell. Hit that bell. Hit that subscribe button like and smash subscribe. that like button. If when you I get more. five subscribers, I'll do a giveaway where I'll <laughs> send you an autographed picture of myself. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bosk is coming.